Welcome back, my friends. Episode 6, Mr. and Mrs. Smith podcast. Dun, Mrs. Dun, dun. Yeah, that was terrible. You missed your whole intro. I did. It's okay. Well, my intro sucks. It's I have to throw something <laughs> dun, dun, in there. Yeah. What the heck do I, I need something else? Well, no one even told you to put that in there. You just threw it in there yourself. I did. I'm not a fan. Stick no. it out. Anyway. All right. So today we're going to talk about um, kids. I think we talk about our kids. <sighs> we have three. Do we love them? Of course. Okay, good. Just wanted to clarify that Unconditionally love them. Yeah. Uh. This is, you know, we, as we're doing the podcast, we are still shelter in place. Does that make, whatever we're at. I mean, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We'll go with that. And I have to say our kids' personalities have... Shown? Yeah. They've shown up? They've shown up. Or they're exasperated beyond belief. I don't know. And they're all very different. Oh my gosh, they're so different. All yeah. three of them are so different. I think you could have like 12 kids and they'd all be different. I don't want to try. <laughs> I'm done I do. with three. But <laughs> of course you do. But We just talked about love languages on our last podcast. Hello. We did. We did. He wants to hold my hand now. Um, no. No, I want you to hold my hand. You want me to do the dishes, <laughs> weirdo. You don't even know the love languages. I think you have me. I think I need a coffee. Back to the kids. The kids. Okay, so we have three. We have a teenager, a preteen, and a preschooler. Those are fun ages. It feels like we have three teens. It does feel like we have three teens. Yeah. Well, I think, so our oldest is 13, and the next one's 10. But when you have an older sibling, I feel like they just age faster. They do. They grow up a lot faster. Like well, she's already a teenager. Yeah. And they, the, your expectations when you're raising them, as you have more, are different. For each child, I feel like you. Well, they absolutely are. You relax more the more you have. Could you imagine if we had oh, seven kids? To. I wouldn't even know their name. <laughs> like, what, you, what is? Where did this one come from? You know what? Maybe it would cure my anxiety, or it'd make it worse. I don't know. Yeah, no, I've never read anywhere where kids cure anxiety. Well, I mean, you have to let stuff go. Like, I feel like I've let so much go. The parent I was with one kid, and the parent I am with three, is two different people. Yeah, no, we've gotten a lot better. We've we have definitely matured in that area. And I feel like maybe, possibly, that has to do with us maturing and not worrying so much about the outside perspective of what it looks like. Because I was super guilty of that, like big time on my conscience. You're going to judge me by the behavior of my child. Because and then my poor child. Is it because you do that? Did that? I'm just wondering. I don't know where that came from. It's a good question. I probably do. Yeah, I probably judge the hell out of people. Like, oh, damn, that's your kid? How you act? <laughs> that's funny because, I mean, on social media, I use hashtag third kid quite often. Yeah. Well, I don't, don't judge, judge myself by my kids. It's other people. <laughs> After that third kid, I think the judgment should go out the window. Yeah. Well, and I, I feel like that's some people do that. They, they, wear, they wear their kid's behavior on them. And that's what I did with, with our oldest when he was growing up. And that was uh, not fair to him at all you know so i don't know how where you want to go with this where do you want me to go with this how, how do you want me to get into i think this? you're naturally going into it on your own all right i'll just keep diving in so so as a dad <clears throat> with a boy it created this um expectation of what i thought in in my head what it looked like and i wasn't in a, a, I was not going to raise a child that misbehaved. And 
when I say misbehaved, I mean the three-year-old, you know, spilling rice at a restaurant and getting pinched under the table, like bad. Like I was, I was not a good dad when I was with him when he was young. I was loving and caring, but I had set the bar so high for a kid who didn't even know what he was doing wrong that he was going to fail no matter what, and that sucked. So uh, I tell him frequently how much I love him, and I tell him frequently how much I learned because of him and how sorry I am that he was the first child and had to go through it with me as I learned how to be a dad, and my insecurities came out through that and that I didn't want to be judged by, by his behavior so then I wouldn't let him behave in certain ways. It was yeah. terrible. Fast forward a decade to Madeline. It's like night and day. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, it's, it's completely different. If she doesn't throw something on the ground during dinner, I'm like mad. Well, and our son has always, like, he's not your typical. He was never your typical run around crazy, break stuff, throw things kid. He just wasn't. I'm, I Are mean. Those typical? <laughs> Right I think throw things, boys, well, yes. boys in general are just rougher, I feel like, most he of the had, time. He had a lot of your demeanor. He still he, does. Yeah, yeah he's, he, he, he does. He's, and that allows him to, to just not. He just, doesn't, he just doesn't do that. Like, he's never done that. And I, I think it's a mix of your demeanor, and I think it was a mix of the way over parenting on my end that kind of created that. Well, I that. think I overparented, too. I think, when, I mean, we were young, and you just do the best you can. Yeah, I just I was so set on how my kids were gonna behave. Like, I, I was, and I wasn't even like that as a kid. Like, I wasn't proper and, and perfect. And like my parents, I was the youngest of four. They didn't really even know I was there. Probably because I was sleeping in my bed. But whatever. But they just didn't like. It wasn't the same, right? So I don't even know where that came from. I, I think were your it really expectations is, of parenting. You mean? Yeah. Where did that Where did that come from? And I really feel like it was my insecurities as a, as a man came out through that. Like. I think that those two things are tied together. And that probably explains why you were given two girls. Why? Um, because they own you. That's a lie. <laughs> it's a fallacy. Not a lie. Um, no. I mean, but at the same time though, even though you were I think we were hard on him, we were very loving and he's not like you could tell just his his whole demeanor and his whole character is a very he has he's a he's gonna be a man of good character yeah no for sure you're welcome but i mean so some good came out of being rough on him yeah I guess. no it was Harder it was a good Disip- and, then, and, then, and then number two comes right and okay so let me paint this picture for you too so when he was brought home as a baby baby from the hospital right he never stepped foot in his own room ever so as as bad as I may make it sound, and I probably make it sound worse than it really was you for him. You kind of do. You sound like yeah. you're uh Yeah, I don't want to come off as like an abusive dad or like a jerk all the time because that's not, that's not the case. It was just discipline. That was the only place I was, I was tough on him was in the, in the unfair expectation and the discipline, right? I didn't whoop him, but I just was disciplined to what I expected out of him. I hope that clarifies that. Don't call me um, and stay out of my inbox. So just kidding. <laughs> You can go in my inbox. No, he um, cuddled his mommy every night. Every night. Every single night that kid was in my bed. Every night. And then when it was time for him to get in his own bed, we put him in his own bed, but his bed was in our room. And he was three. And he was three. Yeah. So three years in my bed every yeah. night. Uh-huh. And then 
when it was time for him to get a bed, his bed was at the foot of our bed. He's still a mama's boy, FYI. And so I would have to, and then past him was the armoire and the TV. So I would have to wait till he fell asleep at night before I could watch TV in my bed. It's terrible. (laughs) That's terrible. And then when he turns four, we wait for him to fall asleep in our room, in his bed. And then we paint his room and make it like a big boy room. Yay, you're four. Like, bro, why are you still in here? You are four years old. Like, you still sleep in my bed. I feel like we did that when he was three, but okay. No, it was four. It was four. Okay. Because I, I, yes, I I remember it. Anyway. Was he four when Madeline was born? McKenna. Oh, McKenna. Three. Yeah, all right, my bad. So so trace back one year. You're right, three, when he was three, because he wasn't in our room when she came home. No. Correct? Okay. So when he was three, we did that, painted it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why it sounds less bad. No, it's terrible, because it was like, I tried to scoot the bed. I would try to scoot the bed closer to the door to, like, move him out slowly, like a slow eviction, and and it didn't work. Like, he would move it back, or his mom would move it back. Somebody would put the dang bed back every time. I can never get this guy out of my room. So sweet boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sweet boy. Yeah. In my room. Every night. Every night, man. It's terrible. Whatever. So, yeah. So then we finally get him out. And then at three, and I don't remember that transition probably took longer, right? It clearly was not over one night. It was a process of, you know, whatever you do, the sleep training in your own bed. Oh, cry. Wake up. Oh, my come gosh. Get you. Read every yeah. book. Yeah. Uh, okay. But fast forward. Parents, Listen. If this is you, have faith because now that boy won't get out of his own bed. (laughs) (laughs) 13 wants to sleep all day. I think that's part of being a teenager. Exactly. Right. But he wants to sleep by himself in his room with his door closed. Like he's living his best life. So it's fine. He's he's fine. Yeah, no, he, for sure they grow out of it. But what I was going to correlate it to was when McKenna came home. Oh, when McKenna came home. That girl never saw my bed. Never. Not one time. My poor baby. So mean to her. She was fine. Yeah. But she never, I mean, never slept in our room. No. We never started that way. It was like, okay, learn the lesson, right? Took us three years to evict this fool. We ain't bringing no one back in here for a while. So she was fine. She slept in her bed. And she just was a different baby, too. Remember, she had to sleep with her arms up, like, outside, and she'd have to be swaddled heck of tight, and she'd try and get her arms up. And we'd have to, like, walk fast pace hopping to put her to sleep every uh-huh, night uh-huh. and like sing loud music into her ear like she was yeah she was not an easy one to get to sleep but but she never came in our room no but i think we would have woke her up like i think her personality and how she was as a baby she needed that quiet right because it was and nice. she was independent she's, she's been independent been. since birth yeah she has. right her own set of rules and i never pinched her for spilling beans and rice in a restaurant Never. Maybe, maybe you should have. Maybe. <laughs> Looking back on it. <laughs> but growth. I mean, that's like. Oh, I, I absolutely. Was, yeah. So child two is, is, is definitely different. So Matthew didn't get pinched after three. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Once yeah, yeah. I came along and your parents had two, I think you're away. Uh, seriously, you guys, this happened like once. You make it sound like you abused your kid. I know. Beca- I don't know why you keep going back to it, but I vividly remember it. And then I look back on it and I feel terrible for it because it was such a jerk thing to do that's why i always reference it when i explain the difference between our kids or between parenting styles and how we did it is because i was so over the top with him 
that I never wanted to do that again to like my next kids where I didn't want to parent that way mm -hmm. because I saw in the end, like you could do it differently anyway. And, uh, if only there was an instruction manual, <clears throat> right? <laughs> I wouldn't have read it, but. Oh, and then McKenna came and she was a pistol from the start. From the start. Yeah. And, and now at 10 with her, it's, it's, she's 10 going on 30 and I mean, full, the eye rolls are oh, there. Full. The attitude Teenager is there. eye rolls. Yeah. She's the cutest thing, though. Her heart is, is amazing, and she cares about everybody around her. For your birthday, she put together this amazing slideshow, like totally her idea. And if you don't do what she says, she will call you and text you 300 times a day yeah. to make sure that you're getting the stuff back in time so that it can get put together for the slideshow. She is the 100% her idea. Thing. And so she executed on it. She even, she did the thing in the hallway for me for Father's Day this year. Like, yeah, no, her heart is, is amazing. She is sweet. Just don't cross her or she will cut you with a look. Just don't tell her no. That's it. <laughs> Just don't tell her no. She, everything well, is she's fine. always right. So. Yes. <laughs> Just ask her. Yeah, she she's definitely the one that's more um, gonna challenge you more on, on oh, what you say. Oh, she totally challenge you. And but so it's different than because Matthew would do like, hey, whatever you said, he would pretty much just do it. It was it was there wasn't a lot of there's no not a lot of back and forth with him, right? Um, you said to do this, and that's what he's gonna do. He's not gonna do any more and any less than what you said. No, that's true. And you probably gotta tell him three times now, well, but step by step. Right. But he's going to do what you say, and then that's it. And if you tell McKenna to do the same thing, why? Uh, how? Uh, but he, uh, can I do it later? Uh, like <laughs> anything else? Uh, and, and then just is, roll her new, eyes like she's cr a crazy lady. This is new, you guys. I, we've entered the preteen teen realm, and I think we just don't know what the heck hit us. I mean, you expect it, but she's only 10. I think I thought I had a couple of years before this would happen. Yeah, Life. I thought so too. But yeah. no, it's, it's, it's here. here. It's here. And, and thank God we I blame have, Corona. We have, well, that's really, that's expedited it mm -hmm. and exposed a lot of their personality, right? That's kind of what we're talking about. The point of, of this is to open up that realm of how it's really shown their personality through this time, right? And... Um, and also, like, how we have to check on them, too, during this time. But to give a basis of that, I think it's important to explain them anyway. And then there's the baby. Are we done with McKenna already? Oh, you want to talk about her again? I, all day. I don't know if you've noticed just by listening, <laughs> but that is his girl, that McKenna. Every night she needs her tuck-ins from her dad. Um, yeah. So, But my point, what I was going back to was... Thank God that she has soccer to to get out still. Oh yeah, she still has some activity to to burn off that energy because she's really she's sun up to sundown going, right? She's the earliest riser. She also goes to bed the earliest, but it, there's no there's not any downtime. She we just could have passes out. That yeah, kid. and Hilarious. we could we could go to the fair, and then to a museum, and then out to eat, and then back to the fair, and then maybe catch a roller coaster before we go home. And then the moment we walk in the door, so what are we going to do now? We just spent 14 hours doing stuff. It doesn't end. You want to play cards? Do you want to play a board game? How about we have family game night? How about it's 9 o'clock at night and we're all about to pass out? Like, she does orchestrate lots of activities and events. Yeah. Because She's like she, the, um, the camp director. Right. <laughs> she really is. 
and she's going to tell you how you're supposed to do everything too because she knows everything yes she is and it's it's crazy so thank god we have soccer for her to have some kind of outlet she never watched tv like when she was little Mm-mm. she never she had to go she had to do stuff she would play or like she would run and matthew would be totally fine watching um imagination movers mm-hmm. and it would be in the background for mckenna and she'll just do a dance show like she she ain't got time for that but you'd have to watch the dance show or you'd have to participate in the dance show and don't mess up the dance don't mess up or, the dance. or you're in trouble so uh so very two very different children very different. very different children right and then the third one comes right silence dun, dun, dun. silence <laughs> that's where the dun 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 comes in um i don't even know how to explain her um she is she completes our family so well like she just brings joy to my heart thinking about her because she is the funniest sweetest ball of energy with she's a character i don't know with her mini mouse voice yeah, and she'll yeah. and she'll tell you a story, and she'll talk about her friends that are imaginary, and give them names, and she'll I I don't know, and she bosses you around pretty well. And she's the best when she doesn't get her way, and then puts herself in her room. Oh, she puts herself in her room. I'll just go in my room and cry and cry. <laughs> I'm just gonna go and cry, and then she just goes around the corner and then comes back, or we'll go in her bed and yell for her mother to come get her. But she is definitely uh, she's definitely an entertainer. Oh. You know, um, yes. both the girls are entertainers. They are. They are. And they have that outgoing nature to them and spirit. So they're both definitely entertainers. Um, but she is she is funny and she's not shy. When we're doing the when we're shopping for the pre K, what is it called? School they're going to go to, or she was going to go to. I'm supposed to. Thanks, yeah, Corona. Whatever it's called. Um, Love for learning. Why didn't mean the actual school? Oh, that was the school. They don't Free sponsor school. us, fool. Oh, my bad. Don't be hollering people that don't sponsor us. <laughs> Learn how to edit that out. <laughs> but no, uh, is it what is it called? TK? Pre-K? Pre-K. Pre-K. All right. What's TK? Transitional kindergarten. She's not old enough for that. You have to be like born in like November through February. Got it. All right. So anyway, she's going to go to this school. And so we do the tour of it. And we walk into it and the lady, hi, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. We meet everyone. You know, introduction. And never saw her again. She went off and played. She did, she did all the stations. All the stations. She did every station on the inside and by herself. Not did all the work by herself, but just went independently to each one. And then we went outside to tour the outside, and we never saw her there. She was on the playground the entire time playing. And did not want to come home with us. And did not want to leave. Yeah. She doesn't like to leave things that are fun, ever. And she always wants to go somewhere and go to a party. Yeah. Yeah, she reminds me of myself. She's gonna be the life of the party. God, that's terrible. It is terrible, but she's gonna be a good time. That is like the worst thing you could have ever just said to her dad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Madeline's gonna be there. Let's go. That's terrible. Well. Yeah. So, but she, you're right. I think that's a good way to put it. She, she does complete us really well. She's a perfect baby, right? So now we reverted back to the child in the bed because God forbid they sleep by themselves. Um. How old is she? Four now? Yeah. She has her Just spot. Yeah. She has her spot in my bed. Okay, but she does not sleep on her bed anymore. So don't make it like that. As of how long ago? Uh, when we bought her the new bed. And how big is her new bed? It's a full size. It's a full? Yeah. I thought it was a queen. No. Oh, sorry. Stop, stop upping me, Mr. Smith. Yeah. The, the three-year-old at the time when we got it has Best a full size. Ever. 
bed in her bed. Well, yeah, because it got her out of our room. But let me tell you, that was another three years with a kid in my room. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the only one that is good enough as a child not to sleep in my bed every night is Maya McKenna. Hmm. Yeah, we should have more like that. Don't sleep in my bed. You can't even keep a straight face right now. <laughs> no. You guys, kids are just, they're all amazing, and you love them all, but you do love them all. They're, they're just different. They're different. Yeah, they're Not that you love different. them different. You love them all unconditionally, but they're just I so mean, I love them different. Different. Depends on if I'm doing chores with them or not. So I figure out which one I love the best. Well, you definitely don't have a lot of patience. I did so good putting that trampoline together. Did you have to work on it? Oh, constantly. Yeah. Oh, it was a it was top priority That's in my hard. mind was, okay, we're going to do this project together, and we're going to enjoy it, and I'm not going to get frustrated, and I'm not going to yell, and I'm not going to send any one of them off into the house crying. That was my goal during the whole oh, thing. Oh, good job. Yeah. And we executed, and I thought, pretty well. Like, I only had to put them in line a couple times when they were being, you know, special. Oh, yeah. Well, this, um, this pandemic has brought out some of these kids... I think the heightens of their personality, like their triggers and, you know, their irritations with each other and how they react to us. And I mean, obviously they're going through something and don't know how to talk about it. Like we have the podcast and we have each other and we're able to communicate it. Do you think the podcast is like a counselor for us? Kind of, don't you? Gets our thoughts out? Yeah, we can talk about without it. Without judgment? Opinions. Well, I mean, because we don't have a live audience, someone's yelling at us. <laughs> I have to go back and read my comments and see if I have I any judgment. I guarantee you there's judgments out there about us. Oh, I'm sure. I try to, uh, I try really hard to not be judgy, so I think I expect people to not be too judgy, but you know. Right. You know. But it definitely, it definitely has, it has challenges for sure being home with them um, and how to keep them motivated in what they're doing, right? We're going to go into distance learning again. Again. And, and we didn't have a summer. <laughs> I love how you say that. Like it's again, an echo. echo. Yeah. Again. We're gonna <laughs> no, because it's. Um... I'm not in a cave. Um, <laughs> so we're going to, but we're going to go through that process again and without an end. Like when we went into it the first time, it's like, okay, this is going to suck, but summer's coming. Right. By summer, we'll be okay. By summer, we'll be out of this. By summer, we'll be able to go here. By summer, we'll be able to do this. So you had an end goal. You had a finish line, right? Where it was like, we can get to that point. Like it's hard and it sucked. And it was very challenging for a lot of us to get through that. Right. But we saw the end. We got like to that finish line, and then they moved the finish line. Well, and they keep moving the finish line. And that's the problem. Well, when you don't know. Because I think as humans, like we want to know what the plan is. Like give me a plan, and it may suck, but I'll execute it. But when there's no plan, and there's just like who knows land, it doesn't go well. No, it's hard for them. I mean, it's hard. It's hard for them. It's hard for us. It's hard for everyone. But yeah, kids, but kids especially, they go through. I think they have like a lot of um, mental strain. Yeah. Because they don't know how to handle it properly, and none of us know how to. But they don't know how to express it. They don't know how to get it out. Like I go to work still, right? I still get outside. Well, that's the thing. Like we still are working. We're not like in the 1950s where you have mom at home and like you just were playing. You know till the streetlights came on with your friends at the park. Like we live in a different world today where that's not happening. So unless you're organizing a play date with another family who is also being extremely safe, if that's even something you're choosing to do, your kids don't really have a lot besides Zoom or FaceTime and 
they don't have like they're not playing anything or they're doing like video games maybe but they're not like getting out there and getting fresh air unless you're going out of your way to stay socially distanced and try and do a walk or whatever it is but we're very limited and they're very secluded so they don't have a summer we're going right back into distance learning which I don't disagree with if you don't if there's so much unknown I think it's really kind of gambling to throw us back yeah, in. I mean, our opinion on whether it's right or wrong well, is, ir- is irrelevant. It is irrelevant. It doesn't, but everyone that's, has that's not our point, though, right? No. It's not to point blame or, no, or no, to no. whatever. Well, we just but it just, it's just, it is hard because you're it going back with no end date. No end date. And, and if you distance learn, McKenna needs that socialization. She really does. She needs the people aspect of life. I'm the same way. I've I need, always said we could never homeschool her. Like, no. I mean, like, worst case scenario. Because she'd be telling you how to do it. She would. She would know. She would tell but me she that needs, the first president was John Adams and not Washington. But that's okay. She needs the people. She needs the people. Her and I are people of and the people. And in school, she would never argue with her teacher. No. It's just me and, and her dad. It's not even other people. But yeah, no. She's she's just, she's always done really well in school and been yeah. a leader in her classes. And that's one thing all of her teachers have said is how she's a leader in her class, which is fantastic. It's always good to hear when your kid is doing that, right? Also, why she belongs there. And all, exactly why yes. she needs it, because that motivates her. The challenge of the people around her motivates her to do better, and it motivates her to right. to stay in line. Yes. Where at home, where there's nobody to to challenge her academically or to push her on any kind of topic, it's easy for her to roll back. And then when she doesn't exert that mental and physical energy, then that's when the eye rolls come and the attitude comes, and it's just like the monotony of it but it's not her fault that we're in this situation so how do you then deal with it right then it gets really challenging on how do you parent it how do you correct it you know like it's it's hard so hard you know matthew's matthew's the same in a different way right he's okay being home and doing his homework and homeschooling um, or distance learning that doesn't affect him in that way right he prefers not to be in class not to have to to talk, not to have to, you know, interact with people. Like he's not that social butterfly guy. So the school part, the whole, the work part of it is is yeah, easier just, for him, right? Just the school part, right? He but really then he needs. being home, right? Then now he's twelve hours on his TV, you know, his computer, playing whatever games he's playing, you know, or the PlayStation or whatever he's doing. So now he's just frying brain cells, locked into that stuff, right? And he doesn't have that same I need to go outside and do stuff kind of thing that McKenna has. So he he does it he handles it differently and both of them are challenging because at some point that begins to shut down on him. That room be, becomes smaller. Yep. It becomes harder for him. You know, he he's less interactive with us. Yes. Right. So it's it's different how they handle it, but it's the same kind of issues that we're running into going through this with them. And so it's it's definitely hard, um, and and checking on their well being is like something that I didn't really even think about for a long time during this. And checking on like their mental state, right, and making sure that they're okay, and trying to interact and do something with them, so they don't shut down, and then start to have long term effects. from this right you have to get really creative i know we started like brainstorming some ideas and hence the new trampoline the trampoline which you guys you know i heard all about the pool gate like pools are impossible to find and they're like 
quadruple the price of what it should be buying online, sold out everywhere. And like that really sucks. But we, you know, we had a pool for a long time. So we weren't necessarily like, and we can go to Grammy and Papa's and take the kids swimming. So it wasn't like we have to have a pool. But when it comes time to find a trampoline, apparently it's the same thing. Can't find them anywhere. They're like three times the price on Amazon and they're not going to be delivered for six to eight weeks. But hence one left in stock. Little Drive grabbed it and it had to be put up yesterday. Hence her channeling her Black Friday shopping skills. Oh, that was amazing. It actually is a great <laughs> <laughs> trampoline in the backyard. It's huge. And it's already... I want to know if you stole it from somebody else or did you actually get there first or did you push somebody's cart out or take it out of somebody's cart? I didn't cart? Even leave my car. It was curbside contactless. I do only have one arm. And curbless, curbside curbless. contactless pickup. It was probably curbless the way you drove in there. Maybe. But the, but it was the last one in Northern California. In the entire world. It felt like it, you guys, because I wasn't driving any more than I already had to. But I got that trampoline. Yeah, which was nice. And they're happy. And you want to know what else? They didn't fight today. Right. It was amazing. Well, it's new, right? It's so, new. So Just in a week. Just a day, though. I'm, I was happy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But in a week when the newness wears off of it. But I think they'll be out there quite a bit now. Um Especially the way the backyard's set up. It gets shady in the evenings. Like, oh, yeah, just they go were, jump. They were complaining it was hot. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be hotter in the mornings and yeah. during the day, but in the evenings, they'll be able to get out there. And Matthew's not up till 11 anyway, so he missed half the day. That's probably true. And his sister can jump at 6 a.m. before it gets hot. They needed something. I think <laughs> yeah. the point is, is you have to, like, be really creative. And I bought every yard game you could imagine already. And, I mean, I thought we were saving money in this sip, but I don't know about that. Keep buying stuff. Right. And we blew our wad early with the toys and the home stuff far as projects with the kids like oh a couple weeks right we did a bunch of all that stuff so you know and, and then need more projects right and madeline's like i don't even know how it affects her um it's weird because she's so used to not being around everybody all the time so how does it affect her when they go back you know and or is she going to be behind in some aspect because she's not in her pre-k program right you know what is this i was thinking about it know. this morning what does this effect have on this on the the younger kids when they're graduating high school like what do those test scores look like right what do their social skills look like in that time frame now maybe obviously it could be nothing right could be just they get back into it maybe they're a few months behind um and they just move on maybe there's long-term lingering effects that they have oh i wouldn't it. be surprised i mean yeah. i know just the peace of quality of mind like you know the mental health stuff is Apparently going. Out I know. Of I saw this meme earlier today too, when it said like, "classes of 2021" when the kids are back in school, and it was like, something question to the kid, and he's like, "No, my mom said she was the first president." Like, right? <laughs> Random facts of knowledge that yeah, aren't really. Yeah, yeah. Because what do you do? I'm not a teacher. If we're not talking well, about baseball or real estate, what am I going to teach them? See, but it's going to be different. I think there's a misconception of how we're going back. It's it's going to be different than the. You, no, you're right. Than how we had to end it because no one knew it was happening. They've had a little time to kind of plan some stuff. They have an idea of how they're going to do it, and there's going to be accountability. They'll actually have grades. Yeah. There's things they have to teach them. It's just going to be a different pace and different way. So it'll be okay. And then how do you execute that at home, right? How does the school day end? Because if they're up at – they don't leave, right? So they start school at 8.30. And if they run through a regular school day, they're done at 3. And then they do their homework. So they're at the 
table from 8.30 in the morning till 5.30 in the evening or whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's all speculation. I don't think it's going to be like that. Yeah, no, I know. I have no, no, that's my question. You can't be in front of a computer screen. I mean, right? Right. So there, so, but that was my point is they're losing that whole contact people socializing aspect of it. So, I mean, I wouldn't think that the schools would do that. I don't know how we got on school topics so much. I think we're just talking about kids. But you know what impresses me about, and I know this has been our key word for not only our family, but we've said it even on, on the podcast, is pivoting. And I'm so impressed by people pivoting. And there is some parents that started a club on Facebook, and they're already talking about meeting at parks for PE and meeting at parks to like, maybe just everyone distanced, like spread apart, but yeah. doing like an activity together with kids so they can see other kids. And I think even though we're obviously are trying to protect very well, like certain populations of our population, certain demographics. Thank you. And, um, but at the same time, like it is, I'm sure affecting the mental well-being of the kids mm-hmm. and they need, we need to teach them to be careful and wash their hands and all of that. But I think we need to uh, give them a little socialization too, safely. Yeah. But they need something. They do need something, and and we just continue to learn and try to figure it out. And and weather the unknown. Yeah, yeah, weather the unknown and love on them in this time and more than ever. Yeah. And you know, try to do things that they enjoy that you can actually do. And luckily, Madeline, when she has her imaginary friends, because she's only four, we're not concerned about it. But, I mean, if this keeps going, you guys, I got a problem. We're going to need to get our four-year-old some real friends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long these imaginary ones are going to last. Jeez. Yeah. So, I don't know. Love on them. And, um, yeah, oh, that's a, I think that's a little there. background of our kids and kind of who they are and how different they are and how challenging it is to parent different kids with different personalities. Especially it's, right now. It's especially right now. Right now, like, shouldn't count in your parenting statistics. No. You should get an asterisk during this time of how you parented. You know what I was thinking? No. You know, there's these, like, um, cute little boxes of books. Like, you know, take a book, leave a book, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. all over. In the neighborhoods? I, yeah, in the neighborhoods. I think there should be, like, a box, like, Don't do, you, say do bo- you need a glass of wine? Oh. <laughs> You're going to say a box of kids. Take a kid, leave a kid. <laughs> no. <laughs> Leave a bottle of wine, pick up a bottle of wine. Do you need extra wine today? I don't think that's a good idea. All right. Anyway. In theory, great. Until the alcoholic destroys everything in there. So you have to think to the other side sometimes. What about the book people? Alcoholic book. You're bad. You're you're a bad person right now. Maybe it's time to go. Anyway, thanks for. it's time to get out of here. So thanks for listening. And um, I'm going to tell you guys this one more time. I need you to leave some reviews. And like and uh, give us a rating. Share this with people that you know, love, and care about. And people with kids that don't know how to get through this time. Because you know what? Either do we. For real. And we're trying and to figure it out. let us know what you want to hear more about. Yeah, if you have topics, shoot them our way. We're yeah. totally open. This is a free-flowing format. We'll talk about it. And we'll catch you guys on the next one. The next one. one.